Hi, this is Holly Kim, Lake County Treasurer, and you're watching the Lake Forest Podcast. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A, Elizabeth C, Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C, and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Hold on one sec. I'm turning yeah, everything right. on. Okay, there we go. Is it Treasurer Holly? Holly's Holly's good question. She knows she knows what to do. Is it <laughs> is it Ching before we say Holly or how, how should we address you? Uh, well, usually the intro song is the one that goes money, 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 money. money. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'll take the YouTube hit on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I covered it, it might be okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a cover song. And then, uh, so yeah, people say Treasure Kim. Honestly, we're just Holly today. It's, all right, you know. all right, fine. Hey, uh, look in chat so you're not surprised on anything. Um, it's okay if I am surprised. It's fine. So, uh, you know, unlike a lot of the other elected officials, I live online. Like, yeah. That's my entire life. And so mm-hmm. we do a lot of, like, live stream, a lot of, like, um, live, like, talks and, and uh, educational sessions. And so it is constantly like an improv show, I would say. <laughs> and uh, you never know, you know, what's going to happen. Your life is an improv show, Holly. You, you do it so well, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there, if people want to run for office, they really should do improv training is, is what it is. <laughs> or, or, or anything. If you want to get in leadership, you want to lead people. I mean, you have to think on your feet. Uh, so you know, I, I didn't know anything about you. I mean, we'll get into the more formal stuff, but, okay. you know, the the way we got to you was uh, through the clerk. Uh, who uh, call- My work husband. <laughs> Vince Vega from uh, Pulp Fiction. And uh, we were blowing him crap because uh, we had we had a, you know, a heavily contested election here in Lake Forest. And we were sent we had to send voters to Vernon Hills to uh, uh, vote and uh I'm like, hey man, what's going on? So you know, I'm 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 on the affront, and then uh, you know, I'm hitting on 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 Facebook and social media, and uh, he gets back to me and he comes on the show and he says, hey man, I I just got in here. Uh, they gave uh, what do you say, ninety days, uh, Rick? He had ninety days mm-hmm. to get a hundred locations together, and yes. okay, 
Yeah, that's not that's not a bad explanation. Yeah, and he couldn't use it where previously they used the church, and the church wasn't available. So I, I got to find some place. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it was a good explanation. He had a good explanation for what he did. And, First of all, good morning, Rick. <laughs> good morning, Rick. <laughs> oh, Rick. It's it's especially early here. By the way, I'm out in Arizona from. I'm, oh I'm my gosh! Broad, so, broadcasting, neurocasting, whatever this is from. Uh, like from my thirty uh, over there. Place. 730 in uh, yeah. in Phoenix. <laughs> our, our other partner Joe Joe Weiss will be on in a little bit. So okay. this is, you know, I'm warming up the crowd here. But mm -hmm. uh you know the conspiracy theorists out there because pe people say they're not political, but just like you say in your post after a half a glass, yeah, we're all <laughs> <laughs> you saw that. Uh I, I feel like like uh, social media is my therapy. You just get to see the inner thoughts and almost like but, how the sausage is made. Yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, people shouldn't be afraid of that. It's, you know, you seem pretty cool for a Democrat and you should be able to say, hey, you're OK for, you know, conservative guy. We get it. We all live in the same state. We got to, you know, make a living. We got to get along and we want things to get better. And, you know, social media has been a plus and a minus where, you know, people draw a line in the sand and they can't see any other point of view. And that, you know, mm -hmm. that slows things down. So, yeah. How's, yeah, how's the weather there today? Uh, it's cold and it's also overcast. Um, okay, yeah. You know, Saturday was insanely hot and I think I got a touch of heat stroke. And that's when I post on, on Facebook that I'm like in a Menards bathroom, just enjoying the air conditioning and trying to craft like social media at the same time. Like this is the glamorous life of being an elected official. And, <laughs> in the Menards. And yeah. Oh, Menards is exceptionally cold. I will tell you that's the hidden secret It's they put no price on their air conditioning. It's lasting all the time. <laughs> You're, you learned, you've learned where the goal, the good bathrooms are. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's a skill. <laughs> what do you think, Pete? I, I'm going to guess that most of our viewers, listeners, are listen rather than watch, but uh, it, it depends well, if we're in somebody. I look at us and I go like, who would want to watch us? <laughs> well, if they're watching, they only watch for about eight minutes. If they're listening, we're part of their daily routine, taking out the garbage, jogging, whatever, and that's the audio yeah. version. Interesting. Uh, if we get along, you know, we'll keep talking, Holly. But uh, we're a hard stop at ten thirty. You got things to do, bills. Okay. To literally, yeah, so we have a somebody's got to pay the, the county's bills. Uh, Someone's yeah. got to distribute all that money. That's right. Someone's got to distribute all that sweet, sweet money. That's right. <laughs> Some sometimes more often than others. <laughs> See what I did there? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You okay with that? Because that's hey <laughs> Yeah, no, everything's uh, all right. We good. We good. That's the difference with the internet and like traditional media. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's always <laughs> media training or like, no, you gotta avoid questions. And like the way live streams go, it's like you talk about everything. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It. it should it should be open to the full questions. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate the, your transparency. I mean, unlike many politicians who talk about transparency, I think you really have done your best to be out there and talk to people and answer questions, all kinds of questions, crazy questions. I, I accept all questions. <laughs> hey, Joe, thanks for putting hey, us for us. Good. For good. <laughs> coming on. Sorry, I'm a little late here. No, Thank we're good. We got, we got Holly Kim. She's pretty transparent, Joe. Holly Kim in the house. Treasurer of Lake County. Now, I'm going to get all the conservatives pissed at me saying, oh, Pete, you're woke, you're this and that. It, like, come no, on. you won't get any mad at you. Um, out of all the people who ran for office, I had the highest crossover vote, which means a lot of Republicans voted for me. Oh, good. Yeah. good. I, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Well, we like to say, well, Joe 
Joe specifically says he's a moderate. I just say in, I'm an independent thinker. You know, I I want the policies. I want to, you know, what what's common sense. So it depends, you know, who who's saying it. You know, it's and then and then Rick doesn't really say anything because you know he's still got a business going. Is he the comedic relief? Is he the Jar Jar Banks of yes. the program? Look, I'm the comedian. Yes, I'm the comedic reliever. That's that's how that's how really best the show is. It's tough to compete with Pete Jansen's for comedic relief, but uh, uh, well, looks aren't looks aren't everything. So, so Holly, what the heck is a treasurer? What do you do? Okay, so the treasurer's office. Um, I would say we wear two hats. And it's funny because when I give this PowerPoint presentation, I use like the old green visor hat and the other one's like the Harry Potter sorting hat. So on one hand, the green visor hat, we are the treasurer for Lake County. We're the bank of Lake County. So all these other departments actually do physically come and like deposit money into like our teller windows here. Um, people do. Um, we do their investments. Um, there's some amount of bookkeeping for like, so we're, we are the bank of Lake County, right? That's the, that's the visor. Um, the other side, which I would call the sorting hat is we're the collector. And so that's the side that collects property taxes and $2.5 billion with a B comes through this office and we have to make sure everything's programmed correctly to distribute that money to every taxing body that has asked for whatever levy, right? So we're kind of like the pass through and we make sure that that's correct. And so that's the collector side, the two hats. Yeah. Okay. So your name is on all the tax bills. My name is on all the tax bills. <laughs> and, you, and you still got reelected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the mystery of science, but uh they must like something. But it's very, let's be very clear. And I, I know Maria Pappas in Cook County has has made it very clear as well that uh, the treasurer does not set the taxes. The treasurer simply is collecting what the local taxing bodies have levied, right? So oh, she's getting, she's is, getting something. She's got it documents. It is the Maria Pappas uh, calendar. Oh, there you Cook go. County oh. autograph for Holly Kim. is Very like, nicely. Autograph <laughs> yes, it's like a collector's item. So um, it is absolutely true. We don't set the levies. We're tasked like that's why it literally that when you write your check out, it says to Lake County collector, like we are tasked to collect the money. So you're not like, I don't know if you've ever heard the story of the Secretary of State back in the 60s, Paul Powell, where people were making the checks out to Paul Powell. We are, I did, I did and he was cashing the checks. When I was 16 years old and took uh, driver's ed at Highland Park High School, uh, they had all of us. Uh, we sat there. First time we ever wrote out a check. We all brought a check uh, from home. And we all wrote it out to Paul Powell. And it, it, and it struck us, everybody at the time, isn't that kind of strange? Why isn't it to the Secretary of State? Why is it to the guy, Paul Powell? And sure enough, the guy dies. And there's hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash uh, just in his, in, in his shoebox in his hotel room. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, so my in-laws... Um live in Iowa and they were talking about their property taxes and they were writing the check out in front of me and it was the person's name as well. And I was like, that's so odd that you write their name down. Now let's talk about the after five o'clock, right? Which is what I call the campaign, the after five o'clock. That's genius, but that's so wrong. <laughs> like to have the check written out to somebody. And so for ours, it says on every envelope, everything, make it all, all out to Lake County collector. Now, when I talk to the banks, like we want to talk about how the sausage is made. There is a list of, these are the things I would accept for you to cash so that you don't stop you know and have errors and all that right if someone mistakenly puts it to holly kim i was like i still want you to cash in put it into the lake county account right and then uh because i don't want them to not be able to pay the property taxes but i have no access like physically this is like the collector account only right it only makes deposits um and then we 
we like transfer it from there. So in that, I actually have the last two treasurer's names as well in that. So it's like the secret sauce because there are still people who would put like uh, Skidmore as like, you yeah, know, who to put the check out to. And... Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so Holly, how, how does the Northeastern grad language studies, a lot of languages, how many languages do you know? So I would say three comfortably. What are the three comfortably? So you have English, uh, Spanish, and then Korean as like my languages. So Chicago knees, like two tree. Chicago knees. Yeah. Okay. Chicago. Chicago. Did you? you, Are you? Wait. How'd you get to Northeastern? Because Northeastern's. I mean, that if you're growing up in the city, you know, that's one of the choices that you you would make if you didn't hit. If you had. What was the thought process here? Uh, money <laughs> it is it is the truth that's what it comes down to okay so my parents they were small business owners in fact my dad had a business on lawrence which is koreatown in Chicago. yeah 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 and like he used to be not only the jc's president but the chamber president so i was that kid that was like we were walking parades and doing food fundraisers even back in the day like who knew how useful that would be i'm living the same life basically right now raised to do this that's fantastic <laughs> a very civic upbringing um so like they were small business owners um my mom and dad both owned a business when it got to be my senior year i talked to them about like where can i apply you know how much money do we have turns out zero yeah. you know no offense to them i mean they were working their butts off to we were living in northbrook so they had you know mortgage and all this other stuff to pay and they wanted me to go to glenbrook mm-hmm. north a really good school and yeah. so like it came down to the fact that, okay, I would have to pay, right? So like, what are my options now, right? And so then it changed to like, you know, uh, UIC, Northeastern. Um, But then I had to like work full time to go to school to pay my tuition. And like, you know, they made just enough. I don't get the FAFSA. So like, it was, uh, it was, it was a hard decision for me because like, I get to see all my other friends, you know, going to whatever school and holding up their, where they're going and it's so proud. and Spring break. Yeah, spring break. Tra- I mean, I did the spring break traveling to different campuses, not knowing that we can afford any of them. Yeah, so right. I worked. Um, and while actually, I'll get back to your Spanish thing, even is like it took me eight and a half years to graduate. I like worked at an engineering firm in the IT department. I worked in dot coms like everything was in the tech sector. Everything was in like the future and disrupting. Uh, and that's what paid my bills. That's what like, you know, as a sidetrack, like I also got pregnant in college and my parents disowned me. So like I really had to like do everything real fast in terms of growing up, taking care of, you know, everything. Uh, but I do remember distinctly at the eight year mark, like crawling into the guidance counselor's office going, look, I've been in school for like eight years and like I feel like I'm close to graduating. Like I just need that piece of paper. I'm actually working full time already and I'm in like the management track. I was like, what? Because I've been working so long. I was like, how do I just get that piece of paper? And, then, and they were like, you have a lot of credits in Spanish. And I was like, all right, sold. It's Spanish and Latino studies, right? So like I speak Spanish. It's also very useful in understanding our community. Um, but my entire work background was in tech sector and the dot com. So a lot of disrupting. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I'm unsatisfied by lots and lots of things in government. Oh, oh I know. my God. I like this. I like that. This is this is going to be good. Uh, so let, let's we're we're staying on the personal now. Uh, I I'm looking at a post here with a chicken on your shoulder. Do you would you like to have a comment on that? Oh my gosh! So it's funny when people are like, you know, how'd you get started in politics? And 
they're like, did you go and study political science in school? And I'm like, no. And they're like, did you, you know, want to run for governor or something? And I was like, really? No, I was like, I hate politics. And I was like, but I was like, what got me in it was uh, the chicken. I was like, the village of Mondelein was talking about having pet chickens, right? And a lot of people attribute this to me. They're like, oh, she wanted chickens in Mondelein. No, it was already on the agenda. I was just like a resident that was very like, oh, look, they're going to talk about chickens. I guess if I'm going to go, it's now or never. Because I actually had attended the chicken meetings in like Wheeling, Palatine, all these other towns. And I got to see firsthand how they go down in flames. They call the lady, you know, the crazy chicken lady and like all this stuff. And so I was like, okay, okay, facts, right? We're going to go facts. We're going to blah, blah, blah. So as any other uh, new to politics, like, or when the meetings are resident, I sat through like two and a half months worth of meetings because I didn't know which agenda they were going to talk about it. And in that like two and a half months, I saw, you know, renewals for garbage contracts, uh, businesses coming in for licenses, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the businesses, they voted no. And I remember leaning to my friend going, especially having parents who are like small business owners, right? I was like, I would have voted yes on every single one of those businesses. Like fill up the empty storefronts, let the free market decide, the residents, if they want to support that or not. And if it's here in a couple of years, it worked. And if it doesn't, then that's just how business is, right? So why are we as the government like adding a layer to their success? Like if the people want it, it will stay. And so like, you know, um, when I, when it finally came on the agenda and we talked about the chickens thing and I had like poop in grams, clucks in decibels, right? Uh, Zootonic disease, like from mammal to mammal versus avian. If anything, it looked like it was a case to ban dogs and cats in the community because of like size comparison. And if you look at like the facts, right? And so really just saying that it would be less than dogs and cats in like by comparison. And so that's why you should allow it in a very like small government sort of a way. You already allow these things, right? In fact, you actually already allow pot-bellied pigs. This is even smaller. And so it's like- Like Bluff uh, allows uh, chickens uh, and it's been very successful in Lake Bluff. I think it's been a fairly popular idea. And yes, uh, Lake Forest uh, at one time did have the whole- pot They don't allow them, but there's a lot of chickens uh, in Lake Forest. Uh, dispute. We'll edit the, that out in post. Uh, one of the Walgreens had uh, a potbelly pig that apparently escaped and was uh, wandering the neighborhood over on Sheridan. Uh, and I think Lake Forest did allow uh, You mean the Walgreens family, not the Walgreens yes. store? Not the yeah, store. Yeah. Right? The, the pig was <laughs> not in the store. It's kind of gross to have that in the store. <laughs> it's a new product line. <laughs> so how, how did you get it passed? Like what, what? What? Oh, so it didn't pass. Actually, when it was oh, all shot, when it was all shot passed. down, it was all shot Mundle down. Mundle wouldn't allow it, but Lake Bluff did. Yeah, and it's still not allowed. So that's a different thing. But like, so okay, they didn't allow it. They voted no, and my brain exploded because I was like, wait wait, government's not about facts. Like that was like my brain explosion moment, right? And as I was leaving, there was one trustee that like stopped me in the hallway because their meeting was over. And they're like, look, if it's not bothering your neighbor, like, I don't see why you can't just do it. And I'm like thinking, you want me to break the law? Like, you know, I'm a rule follower here. And if I don't like the rules, I'll work on changing the rules, which is exactly what I did, right? So that was the, me and my friend went out for a beer and that night we're like, you know what? like we should run for office, like we'll fill these empty storefronts, like it's different ways of thinking, like, and, and it's, it allows more for like the residents, right? I'm a huge like property rights person too. So like we clanked our beers, we're like, yeah. And like, that was, very Republican, that was it. You sure uh, you're Democrat? What's, uh, hold on now. Yeah. Give the market the ch opportunity to make decisions. Uh, and she wants she wants to give businesses. Small government. Um, you know, I, I, have, 
you're, we're finding common ground, Rick. I'm yeah, we're finding yeah. common ground with Holly here. So. Yeah, well, when you have a dad who was, you know, the champion for small businesses growing up, you. I scrolled through your social media, Holly. You have a relative that's, I can't remember what who he was. It's a Republican uh, elected official in another state, if I recall. Yes, in the state of Indiana, he just was appointed, I think, to um, uh, as a prosecutor. Yes. Okay. In oh. Spencer. So, yeah, that's my uncle, um, Benjamin. And, like, I remember as a kid, like, so he used to live in Morocco, Indiana, which is, like, out of nowheresville, like, cornfields everywhere. And, like, you know, we would, <laughs> we'd, like, target shoot on the property. And it was, like, really the cornfields, right? And so now he's, like, this heavy-duty, like, attorney. And now, like, he's getting involved over there. And, and the party did ask if he would be interested. And he's he's so nice. I love my Uncle Ben. <laughs> There's an opening for Cook County prosecutors. He'd like to move. <laughs> I don't think he'll move. It's the different, uh, you know, lifestyle. I'd vote for him. <laughs> well, I know I don't live in Cook County anymore, so I can't vote for him. Yeah. Hold on. I'm intrigued, Holly. You clink the beers and you say, all right, I'm going to run. Okay. And you do this. This is your second time in, right? Two uh, two year term. Is that oh, so oh yeah. To continue Weird. that story, so we clank our beers, and both he and I run for village trustee in Mondelein. Right? Okay. Yeah, he didn't get in. I did get in, and then he was appointed to planning commission because you know, honestly, if you just run, I think it shows your hearts in it, right? And people will will appoint you to com commissions. Um. And so I got to serve as village trustee. I actually ran for mayor in the next term. I lost by five votes. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and it was a pro-business platform. That's that's entirely Ooh. what I ran on. Shame yeah. on you. <laughs> and I bet you knew five friends that didn't vote. Uh, it did rain that day. So there's that. Um, it's funny when I ran for, so after that, like both parties actually approached me. And so um, first I had to choose a party. And then secondly, yeah. it was like, you know, here are the things we're offering you to run. So the Dems did actually offer me state rep and state Senate. And I turned it down and I said, I would do a county treasurer. And they're like, well, we didn't offer that to you. And I was like, I know, but when I look at my value matrix of like, what's important to me right. in my life, and I have two kids that are about to go to high school, like, I think that's what's important to me, right? Then, and, and uh, you know, I was about to have a baby, so I'm like, I think being able to go home at night is my number one right now. So, but being yeah, treasurer is at least a nine to five kind of a job, uh, if you don't yeah. count all the the campaigning that must go on in the after hours. And it's also a non ideological job. You're not getting into weighty social issues, tax policy, like you said yeah. earlier. You Elect the, I mean, I don't think there's a Republican way or a Democratic way to be a county treasurer. Mm -hmm. It's one of those offices that, yeah, the the parties run for it, but um, and maybe there was a time when those were patronage things for each party, but that you know, collecting taxes is a is a you know, it's you don't have to sit and debate. You know, <laughs> yeah. How to how to collect like that? I'm sure people how... like to debate with you, but um, <laughs> they can. Yeah, it's, fine. So it's have you ever? Let me ask you this, Holly. Have you you just got elected last year to your second term? I don't think there's term limits in the county, so you could be treasurer for life, or you could do something else. What's what's on what's on Holly Kim's radar? That's cute. That's actually like the number one question everyone asks. And um, I, I actually, if you were to cut my head in a cross section, first of all, there'd just be like organs. But but if Ooh. it was figuratively <laughs> cut it into a cross section, it's a blank sheet of paper, to be honest. Like when people ask me that, I'm like, you know, I, I honestly, if I if I could see my own future, I thought I'd be mayor. 
right? And so in some ways, I can't see my own future. Um, this is where I guess I was meant to be. So when I first got in, um, I, I wanted to use my tech expertise, right? I actually just ran to be a disruptor. And I was going to go and disrupt government, like in a good way, right? Like, let's just stop the processes that don't work and implement new ones that do, which really sounds easy. And yet you'd be surprised how many things are limping along in the old process still. And so I can only control this, which is like the treasurer's office. But um, yeah, when, when I first got in, a new software rolled out and it wasn't it wasn't complete all the way. Like it wasn't beta tested. Like it wasn't it was live while it still had issues. Right. And so it was almost like I was like, wow, it was meant to be that I was here at this moment because there was almost a year's worth of like tickets and things to fix. And if I wasn't here with like the tech background, like, you know, and there were certainly like, you know, angry emails to like the um, tech company and everything. When you say and tickets, that, you mean trouble tickets, like, hey, something. Yeah. Everything's got to be trouble ticketed. Every yeah. single case, everything that's wrong, you know, and to be honest, like, you know, um, one of the things my opponent ran on in the last race was that some of my reports were late and it's true. Some of them were because I put all of our accountants focusing on the software that wasn't working all that well, because I was like, I would not want to send out tax bills one late two with wrong calculations. And if I don't trust these numbers, like we're, this is all hands on deck guys. As soon as I got here, it's all hands on deck. And so the last thing then I, I pushed was like the reports that go to our own board. Right. It was like, let's focus on this. But I mean, those eventually did get turned in, but that's the reason why, honestly, in all this decision-making, it's like, what's best for the people. Right. And if, if it's that, that, what is it? The train that runs over one person or five people. It's like, what's going to help the 750,000 residents of Lake County, right? Holly, oh. you brought up the software. Is that where the uh, withdrawal problems came in? First time was software. Second time was pinkware. Like what, what, what happened? So um, what you're talking about is there was a double ACH pull. So we have about 3,000 people that are signed up on our ACH, which is uh, automatic withdrawal. And so these people set it up so that, you know, they don't have to cut a check. They don't have to think about it. And then we'll take the money out. Um, the first time that there was an issue, because there had been several pulls without issue, um, the first issue was when we did the four payment option. So during COVID time, which was another like crazy time in this office. And so I was like, again, if I wasn't here, I don't know how we would have like, we, instead of two payments, you could do four and it stretched all the way out to like November. Right. And not, none of the software was coded to do that. It was just, a, in fact, the tax bills had already been sent out and then like, you know, COVID shut down everything. And so the relief that we gave was that you would be able to pay longer without like these penalties. You'd have four, four different breakdowns to like, you know, pay it. Right. So that being said, it took emergency coding and we used some of the COVID funds to do that. And like, we are up to like, there were days to like 2 AM, like testing and trying, the test file was fine. But when we did the live file, it did it with pulling the full first installment, which was now divided in first, first and second. And I had assured by email to these people, we're only going to take that first half, then we're going to take the second half, you know, so it's going to be four, you're going to be part of the four payments. Right. And it took the full first and, I, I was on calls with the board. I was like, especially angry with the software though, being like, how, how is it when the test file is okay that the live's not, but this kind of stuff happens in the private Rolling sector. Rolling code, baby. Yeah, yeah. That happens in the private sector too. Sure. You bet. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's amazing how, how, uh, how backward uh, the government has been in tech. Uh, I'm still, you know, in the court system, uh, we are still struggling. We still do not have a, um, uh, a, 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 a cases uh, where you can you you can't go online and see a motion to dismiss in a case. Uh, these documents, all of which we send in PDFs, we've been filing PDFs for years now, but the PDFs are not available online 
Uh, it, actually, it's even more worse is when we file the PEF electronically, the clerk then prints the document out and saves it as a paper copy. This is, and this is all entirely because we just don't have the software. And I do know that Erin Cartwright, who's a great clerk, was doing her best she can, uh, has been struggling with this for years. Her predecessor, Keith Grin, struggled with it as well. Um, but unfortunately, we still do not have a system, what we call a case management system, where you can go online and see, you can go to the clerk's office, you can physically see it if you go to the clerk's office, but you can't do it online. It's very, um, uh, it, it's very retro, back to the 1980s. I worked in government most of my life, politics. My, when I fir my first job in government, I interned in Governor Thompson's office. I'm giving away my age here. And I, I'm coming from school or Loyola University where the, um, they had state-of-the-art computers, whatever the latest and greatest was, because most colleges do and stuff. And I get to the governor's office. This is not just any state. This is a governor's office. And um, the the computer, it's like something from the 70s. It was like, uh, you know, the big the old test tube things and, mm -hmm. and all this. And you had to enter a code and, and, and all this. And, and my boss, and I was like kind of complaining about it to my boss. And he made a, made a funny comment to me. He said, there's, there's state of the art. And then there's art of the state. <laughs> so... That's true. That's true. Holly, okay, so we got, you know, rolling code, we got legacy systems, you know, funds, people, like you say, making the sausage, this stuff needs to be done, but what can you get approved, right? So I get it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm guessing, like, if you don't have the software right, you might be doing Excel sheets, you might, you know, how does a human element come into play? I'm just throwing Excel in there where the second time it came around, like what happened? Cause you know, people, Hey, what went down? Yeah, no, let's talk about that. And you know, I, I do like, I never ran from these questions and I was like on uh, you know, there were new shows prime time and they asked me these questions and none of it was sidestepping media training. I, I say it all. Like I, someone who worked in technology, which yeah. is here's the facts and here's what happened. Right. And so like in this case, the second time it was human error. Um, we have a procedure in place that says, you know, one person, makes the data file and the other person is the one who uploads it and, that, and then you check some pins in between you both do and that that's our check and balance and so um the person who actually was a higher up was like it's okay i got it because they think this is like you know this is easy you just so export easy, yeah. it and like yeah no but it's a two-stepper on purpose and so yeah the fact that they told and and you know if there's someone under them who, who are they to like you know argue with their boss right so that it just happened that way and then they upload the file the way it was and in both these incidents the second we knew which is usually within like the same couple hours people will start calling furiously right that there's a double pull yeah. we we immediately call the bank to reverse it as soon as they can now the way the bank does it though is they have to do the complete file first and take all the money out then do the reversal all the way back you know and so um on the first incident where it was like coded for the four payment option, it was um, taken out and put in the same exact day on a Monday, right? The second one, which was human error, and like we t we talked to the bank, it was within like 12, 12 or 24 hours. And so like it was all like back and people were whole. And in all these incidents, like we always like when we have this like, you know, decision to make and that's the management 
aspect you take yeah. as an elected yeah. is what's going to benefit the majority of the people, right? If I want to do what benefited this government, I'd be like, well, let's hold to the fun cycle and then let's, you know, send them all a check back. And, you know, people are going to be <laughs> angry out the eyeballs. That makes no sense, yeah. right? So let's do what makes sense for the people and just like send it back immediate. And so what that caused, though, was on our end, we had more settlement that we had to do in yeah. paperwork and like making sure, okay, did this? Or did that, you know, all that stuff. But ultimately, when that came, it's like you have to do what's right for the people. And I See, think, Joe, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, you communication. You know what? Why are people like? Yeah, why are people so afraid to say, "Man, I screwed up. Whoops. Here's what I learned." Here's well, that's what not a question for Holly. Let's, uh, let's focus on Holly's. No, uh, but I'm just saying <laughs> because the next thing I'm going to get to is your communication style. You're communicating. So there's got to be like, was there a, a policy in place when before you got into office? Because some so, some people say, hey, you can't say this. You can't do this. Like, what did you walk into? Because this is very refreshing. I mean, you could teach a course on this because, look, I tr first of all, you come on the show. I trust you. OK, you're straightforward. You don't hide from anything. That's that's a plus. OK. <laughs> So you must have grown up with that, or was there something, some policy that said, "Hey, here's how you're going to answer these questions." What, what what's it like in Lake County? Um, so, number one, if I could do a quick side story that goes along yeah, with this, go. is like having been like through the tech sector, we're not afraid to fail. That's what it is. We're yep. we're very encouraged to try new things, and if you fail, you write notes and be like, "Okay, well that you know, you know." And he, but here's what we can fix so it does work, right? So one of the things that when payments started coming into this office and it was like mailed checks, they would like process them by hand here, like writing notes on it and everything, and put them in these bins. And so that the cashiers, while they're taking payments from the line, would also in between the people walking up, process payments as well. And when I like took a look at like how this all flows like water i go you know you have a robot scanner at the lockbox that does like thousands of payments a day i go why wouldn't you just box this up and send it with the courier to the robot and let them do it you know they don't need to use the bathroom or go on vacation or any of that kind of stuff and um the first trial we did i was like just send everything to the lockbox first because whatever doesn't work we'll reject and come back so ultimately you know we'll have it to deal with anyway correspondence you know whatever just send it all to the robot and uh, in that stream, there was one accidental check that was meant for the clerk's office that got deposited. So I was like, all right, that didn't work. And I was like, so now we're going to like spot check them before we throw them all in the box. Right. But now I can tell you that these payments turn around like weeks sooner because we're not doing it by hand. We're sending it to the robots to do. Right. So along those lines, um, you know, how is it that. I got this. Way. So there's no policy like that. That doesn't make any sense. Like government policies of like, you know, how people should talk or not. Um, it's just I grew up on the Internet. That's what it is. Okay. What about, you know, what about so, hold on. What about social media? Because you're, uh, you're what, pretty good with social media. It just does anybody use outstanding with social media. Yes. Um, so, you know, what's funny is like some elected officials out there make fun of me for my social media. But like I'm telling you, it's the future. It yeah. is like yeah. you got yeah. tools, right? You got tools. Yeah. And um, so. uh I grew up on the internet. There have been trolls since, you know, decades. So, you know, don't feed the trolls. There's that. And then um, I, I just realized that it's actually very freeing the more transparent you are about yourself and your thought process and all that. And in some ways, I think in the very beginning, there would be people who would private message me and be like, hey, should you have posted that? Or like, is that really like the face 
you want to make because that could end up on a mailer. And I was like, well, what about these 20 other faces? And I sent them these other pictures that yeah, I had yeah. also posted. And they're like, none of those look good. I'm like, I think at this point, it's fine. And I did say to one of my friends, you know, uh, I was like, you know, I could either be what everyone like shapes a elected official to be. Yeah. And I was like, and then go towards the route of mental breakdown as I, you know, observe some of them do. And I was like, or I could just be myself. And if I'm the Dennis Rodman of, of elected officials than I am. But, you know, he was in a dress and he was doing all sorts of crazy things. And eventually they just said, that's Dennis Rodman, right? So at this point, after all this time, people just go, that's just Holly, right? And I think it's a very freeing place to be, to be honest. I, I must say, I, I love what you've got. You've got the Lake County logo tag uh, tattooed on your forearm. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> oh my gosh. That's real dedication, I got to tell you. That's, I guess yeah, that's you have to be County. treasurer for life. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how the Mundelein Village logo <laughs> over here. Oh, so are we going to see the Illinois State seal one day on your arm? <laughs> if if that happens, it'll be a bluegill, maybe, the state fish or something. <laughs> I don't know. You better, you better wait, because I hear they're talking about changing the state seal so i would wait oh. <laughs> what's it like working with the uh, uh, the county board because you, you you know you have an unusual role in that you are an independently elected uh, official as treasurer but you have to work together with the county board uh in order to uh, do pretty much everything uh how, how does that system work I, i've always been a little curious so you are correct in that we are independently elected. We can operate as our own entity. We are islands. Um, and in some ways, that's very refreshing because we don't get dragged into. There is a lot of arguments and a lot of debating and a lot of uh, the county board is different. It's like a mini like, you know, state reps, right? They have all their, you know, how they stand on policy and all that. So we're largely uh, removed from it. That being said, um, you know, you always get the ones who are like, hey, let me help you out with your investments and let me, you know, and and actually, I've worked together really well with them. There's one uh, board member who wanted to do a taxpayer bill of rights. And that's on my front page because I was like, that's actually a really good idea. Like mm -hmm. people should be informed and like know those things. Right. So I, I would say I work really well with um, the board and like people of either party, because as you say, this is like a tax office. Right. So it is largely numbers where it does merge, though, is I always say I go, well, they approve my budget. So we always, that's, you know, and that's kind of the key. So, the, so they, they'd have to approve your budget, even though you're giving them the money and this is i don't know about lake county but other counties there has been tension between their boards and some of their independent elected officials about their budget because that's where the county board feels they can exercise yes. that control but I, it sounds like that hasn't happened for you here in lake county so me specifically it's because my department's the only one that has followed the budget guidelines for the last four years and so i have stayed within the uh my, there is a lot of some pain there but like i have stayed within the guidelines of like the budgets um i don't know about going forward but like the last four what, years what, what are the guidelines that you uh are staying within that other people aren't um i think in the first year there was an ask for cuts of some percentage and then the second um you know during covid time there was also like an ask for like wh whatever the ask was and i'm just remembering them loosely like because we only think about once a year in budget season right when we're prepping it all and after that it's just it's like on run mode so like um all of those have been within the parameters like we tried really hard to do so holly what's it like transitioning into office because that's where our, our buddy uh from pulp fiction vince vega ran into problems do you think there should be a better uh anthony vega uh, and Holly, You'll have to go back and watch Vince, that pod. Vince Vega oh. was John Travolta's character in okay. uh, Pulp Fiction. 
he'll have to unbutton one more button on yeah his, yeah yeah on his button down so like yeah so so you come into the office new you know with your language degree and everything and they say oh by the way here's the uh antiquated software you had a background in tech so that helped but do you think there should be something in place to you know help transition whether it's a uh, a Republican coming in, Democratic coming in, because some parties just don't want to help the new people coming in. You hear about that all the time. Uh, do you think there should be a, some type of uh, a team that's around for a little bit greater time to do a handoff for you? So what I had found from like Cook and the other places is I guess some people hire a transition team and I didn't have any funds for that. Um, what yeah. I'm doing right now is I'm pull it, I'm going to pull out a bunch of folders so you could see these folders are the same that have been here from like decades ago. There's absolutely nothing in them. So when I first came here, <laughs> there was, and it still is like, I'm not big on paper storage, so it's all on my computer. So this is really almost decorative, yeah. but there was nothing I could learn. Almost, from. but not quite. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing I could learn from when I first got here. Uh, I tried. I sent emails, you know, like, hey, the race is over at this point. Like, you know, let's just handshake and call it a day. For me, it's nothing personal. Like, uh, you know, my yeah. IT mind is like, let's get down to business. So um, it was interesting because it was like a hard stop. And then it was me and there was no transition. And there's all these like me with a notepad being like, so what am I supposed to do and when and like what, what? And not only that, a new software rolls out. So like, of course, the old processes don't even exist anymore. Right. So we're like, you know, baking the cake as we're running the race and like, you know, drinking from fire hydrants multiple at the same time. Like, you know, that that was the amazing first year that it was. It was <laughs> I didn't have any gray hairs until then. No, I'm just kidding. I stopped dyeing my hair. That's why. But, um, you know, it, it was interesting because I feel like in some ways at the time, you know, I may not have thought it, but right now I'm like, it was a blessing because then my ability to disrupt processes was that much faster. I don't know what the old process was. Let's go with this, right? Let me hear you out. There was this one um, staff position uh, where they take all the people who pay at the banks, the, the banks will send their transmittals on paper and mail it to us. Then they open it up and it's got all these scraps of paper and they're hand entering it in, right? And they're telling me about this process. And meanwhile, there's two banks that send an electronic file. So I'm like, all right, they all need to send an electronic file, right? And I don't know what the normal process is, but that's where we're going to shift to. Either the banks, and I called them in one by one, we had meetings, and I was like, you're either going to shift to having electronic files, which I feel like, you know, in 2018, that's like, this could be from 1990, right? Just like. Saying. <laughs> yeah. And so like, you know, I, FTP data has been around like forever. And so if you cannot like rise to this occasion, we just can't have you as a collector bank, right? So one by one, I did cleave some banks off because they were not able to give electronic data. In which case, now think of like the time difference. This person just has to import a file and work on irregularities rather than type in every single thing, you know, from scratch. Like it just, how does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah. the year 2018 at that time, you know, it wasn't even like 19, you know, and then there was no e-billing here either. So it was mostly all like paper. And so yeah. like we rolled out e-billing too, because I was like, e-billing has been around for ComEd for me since like 1990 something, right? So how is it in this day and age? We don't have like, you know, come on. So anyway. Hey, I still don't understand why the courts came to it. You know, it's, uh, yeah. So they're working on that right now. Like I actually heard during like, you know, L&J, like they were really stumping hard for that, like, um, uh, the the file program, like the uh, state attorney and Aaron Cartwright Weinstein, were like really because they're all going to use the same software, right? So yeah, that's the, yeah, that, they're that's like fighting cool. for and, it right and now. They should, and they should be using the same software, obviously. Yes, uh, you yeah. Know, we're, we're, we lawyers are bad enough 
uh, at software to begin. Uh, if we have to learn two programs, forget it. <laughs> All right, Holly, you're a disruptor. You're a tech disruptor. Uh, give me your thoughts on artificial intelligence, chat GPT. I'm sure you're using it. It definitely... <laughs> You know, all the all these people are like, hmm, about ChatGPT. I'm like, oh, we like grabbed onto it. And like, you know, I tried it out when it first came out and I saw it in the news, right? I'm right. like, well, let's give this a go. And I'm like, ChatGPT, I was like, write me a congratulatory letter to Bo Boy Scout like Joe Smith about uh, squirrel feeders, right? And then it's like generating the lines and it goes, dear Joe Smith, Boy Scout, we're so, you know, congratulatory, blah, blah, blah. We're so proud, you know, squirrels play something role in the environment. Did it? And I was like, it did the whole congratulatory letter in like less than a minute. This is insane. And and you know what else it does? You could tell it what ingredients you have left in your fridge and it will give you recipes that use just those ingredients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you could save money going like, well, this is what I have. Give me a recipe. And ChatGPT will give you a couple recipes that have those ingredients. And I was like, this is going to change everything. <laughs> this is going to change everything. And and like truth be told, like that that's my like MO, right? It's like, I'm not a thousand percent in only AI, but like, let's try it out. So I'm not afraid. Like, let's see what it's about. Right. And like, so on the campaign side too, like, as I'm like the Illinois candidate that takes different forms of crypto in my campaign. And it's not that I'm like a thousand percent, like dive in like a hundred, like we're just going to crypto everything. It's that I wanted to see, and I wanted to take, and I wanted those people to be involved, but I also don't want to be afraid of like, you know, things that are happening in the future. So well, you have to test and it really can increase the span of control because you're able to do more like that. What you just said is an administrative role. I mean, some jobs will be affected from this, you know, another way. This to me, this is bigger than the Internet. So, uh, so if you don't yeah. get on this now, this stuff is changing like right now, because if you're not and it's really not that hard, it's like Google with actual answers and no ads. <laughs> you know, but for now, like, yeah. Or for now, uh, yeah. well, Microsoft has it, but it's like, hey, you know right, what? Now I'm, I'm not going to try using it. I've, well, I still, I've stayed away from it. I think, maybe Rick, next time you're in town, I'm going to show you ChatGPT. This is going right. to happen, Rick. Yeah, please, please, I need Holly. I do need help with it. <laughs> but it's like you, you, you have a board that guides decisions. It's like, hey, create an advisory board for me that consists of Bezos, Gates, it, right? And and have them give their opinions on this question that I ask, and you can get something back to help guide, you know, your opinions. Or it, it's called prompt engineering, Joe. Write that one down. That's a big one. It just it's just like being in sales. It's asking the right question and drilling down and getting to to the objective uh, thing that you're looking for. It's a it's a whole new universe. This uh, the, the AI uh, and I, I you know. I, I'm in favor of retiring rather than having to deal with it on one level. But on the other level, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to change the world. Well, uh, I, I, the reason I bring it up is only going to be any of the company Skynet. Yeah, as long as it, they don't turn what on about us. about old movies? You know, <laughs> you see the Terminator? You know, well, guess, well, guess what the Terminator was about? It'd be like a bad sci-fi movie. Well, Bobby, Bobby and Anthony Vega are fighting these robots at the yeah. county building in Waukegan. Yeah, well, yeah. hold, hold on, guys. I mean, that's what Musk is afraid of. Musk was around at the origin of this, and then they started to monetize and make it politically correct, and Musk said he, he's out, big surprise. But Stanford built their own chat GPT for about 600 bucks. If you could do that for the 
for Lake County, like how could that help you guys out or or that's not on the table yet? The reason I push you on is because you're a techie. Yeah, no, I love talking about this stuff. I can talk about this all the time. This is like okay. what I nerd out in. So we actually had a strategic uh, planning session, listening session where like this, um, uh, was it contractor was like, let's get all your ideas. And I just raised my hand and I was like, I don't know how like avant-garde you want to be, but if we're trying to talk about strategic ideas, it would be what's best for the people, right? Let's let's take it granularly to what's best for the people. And I think what's best for the people, if you're ready for it, and I don't know if you are, is that their body shouldn't have to come to this building to do anything. I was like, we should make it so everything's convenient. Like why still to this day do we make like a person during business hours, nonetheless, like do stuff, right? And it's like, what year is it? You there, boy, what year is it? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, and and yet, you know, these are the questions that need to be asked out loud. And so like, I gave my two cents. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. But along those lines, like, okay, one of the things we've been, I, I can only control this department, right? Not the whole thing. Um, and one of the questions I did ask IT, and we do work together, I'm their guinea pig for lots of things. I have asked, like, if there's anything available, like CRMs, like inside, where we could pass a ticket on with a question, and we know who, who touched it last, and what the resolution was things like that we have like launched things like that in here we've changed the name address form to be online but the newest thing i'm working on them with is and i just give them a directive and they look into it like i'm not going to micromanage this because like as long as the goal is accomplished i don't care what road you took to get there right um they i said look into an ai chatbot that will because right now when you call and it's like the due date, you'll be in on the phone for 40 minutes, right? How is this a service to anyone, right? Like we're working our butts off answering these phone calls, yet there's a bajillion people. But if you can go online, which you can right now, to so like NICOR or any of these and be like, how much do I owe? How do I pay? Like that kind of stuff, their AI chatbot answers all of that. And they're, they're like, would you like me to help you pay? Like, please give me, you know, whatever. I was like, let's look at one of those. I was like, because like that is going to help so many people not be in the phone queue. You know, people who have questions don't have to stand in line. And like between you, me and the public, because this is a podcast, it, like I think it's a disservice that people have to stand in line still to pay. Like I try to tell them, go pay at your bank, go pay online with the check for free. But we have people with like walkers and they're standing in line, like, and the line goes out the courthouse. And I'm like, how is this okay? Like, it's not okay. And the courthouse is old. There's not a whole bunch of benches. This isn't the DMV no. where like you could sit until you're called up. There's no room for that. And so unless like these things are addressed, I'm like, please, you utilize all the other ways. Like, it's not that I don't want to see you, but I'm just trying to make it better for you. As like, You a do have a lot of older folks who are skeptical of technology and- Yeah, I tell them to go to their banks. You're worried like, about getting hacked. And like, if you go to the bank, they give you a receipt. I go, the bank will also give you free coffee and cookies. You'll never get that here. That's a government <laughs> building. There's no budget for that. And I was like, but, you know, people love going to banks. Yeah, so it's I pretty much every, but I think I looked on your website. There's a list of all the banks in Lake County um, that accept tax payments. And it looked, I mean, it looked like a pretty robust list. I think you mentioned you got a few off the list. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a, and you don't even have to be a customer at that bank. No, you don't. Yeah. And they'll give you a receipt and that's your proof of payment. So if they wanted a receipt in hand, that's what they got as a receipt. And there's no fee or anything like Not when you what pay. What about online? If I just, if I don't want to leave my house, if I, Pete Jansen's never leaves that basement, uh, according there's to his critics, um, that can he just, does, can he <laughs> just pay his bill? online and not even get a paper bill are we there yet where it's all virtual for for guys like pete so you can sign up for e-billing 
and you, it will click you through to pay online. And what's interesting now is with our new merchant processor, you can sign up for pay by text. Um, it does accept PayPal and like all sorts of things now. In fact, uh, if people paid crypto through PayPal, they could essentially pay their tax, tax bills with crypto. Now, as somebody who has any form of crypto, I actually go, well, I feel like people with crypto would actually convert it themselves and pay less of a fee than using the PayPal. Like, so when people go, is your office going to accept crypto? I go, the answer is no, we will always accept US dollar. However, people with crypto would know better for themselves in fee conversion to like convert it themselves to US dollar than using like any of these. Merchant well, products. There's still a fee. Is there still a convenience fee for online? So there is. So for card, it's 2.35%, which is exactly the same as when I first got here. We've negotiated this with two different vendors since. Um, and then one of the things I dropped down was check for free. I was like, look, Cook County is check for free. Like there's some way to do this. You guys figure it out or we're changing. Right. And so we did end up changing vendors uh, to the one that would give me check for free. And what's interesting, too, is when I first walked here or fought, walked, walked in, the rates to pay the fees were less in this office than it was online. So it encouraged you to like pay in person and stand in line for like outrageous amounts of time. And I was like, I just don't understand why these rates aren't the same. And so like our first negotiation was to make it the same because like, if anything, I want them to be pay paying from wherever they're at. Like not encouraging them to like drive all the way to Waukegan, then pay for parking, then go through the metal detectors and then stand in line for like 40 minutes of your life. Like why? Like you, Holly, at this Holly, point, Holly, I'm a senior and I, I didn't quite understand what you said about check for pay or pay for check. Um, so you know, if I use a credit card to pay my taxes, I get I have to pay another 2.35%. I, I never want to do that because mm -hmm. uh, I am a senior. Um, but you, you said you're also frugal and good with your money, so you don't want to, yeah, yeah. You, you bet we are. Um, but what, what was the alternative that you mentioned? You said something about a check. Yeah, so e-check is free, and you just put in your account and routing number, and it will ACH it out. So e-check, we would fill that out online? Yep, so you'll take your checkbook and type in the account and the routing number from your checkbook onto the e-check when you click e-check, and it will just pull it out, and it's like as though you wrote a check. There's no fee on it. Is it an instant thing, or can I schedule it for the date it's due? So both, it can instantly pull uh, when you go through the checkout, but there is a click that you could sign up to register to do a future payments. And so you could schedule it, but also that's where you could sign up for text to pay and all these other avenues as well. So the e-check um, uh, program, uh, is that on the county website, on the, clerk, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, the county treasurer's website? Yep, it is one of the options when you check out. Did you ask her about TikTok when she came on? I, I'm sorry, I was a little late. So if you did, forgive me. Oh yeah, we have not touched on the no, TikTok. We, Let's go. I there. mean, your TikTok is like viral, Holly. It goes way beyond Lake County. Oh yeah, so um, TikTok is interesting because when I first got on there a long time ago to like see what is this, right? It was people dancing, right? So then I uninstalled it. Then it became <laughs> it blew up and became something else, right? And now it's like you'll see libraries on there, you'll see accounts from like governments on there. Like this is, mm -hmm. and what's interesting and what I tell other electeds or anyone who listen because I ramble a lot is that the younger generation is on TikTok, whether I want to like, you know, boycott it or not, I can't deny the fact that they are there. Right. And honestly, there's a lot of 40 year old women on there too. Because people send me recipe links and it's always TikTok. They don't send me to like 
Epicurious or something. Yeah, like that. Facebook's kind of become uh, the grandparents. Uh, yeah, that's, media. that's you know that's the seniors <laughs> thing. But um, even the TikToks will infiltrate the Facebook Reel. So when you click on Reel, I've seen those. They're on TikTok, and so like it's in the Reel system. So anyway, um, I am on TikTok, and it's funny because like I did all these informational videos, and one person messaged me who was younger than me and goes, "I see what you're putting on TikTok." It looks okay. Honestly, it looks like what you do on Facebook. The whole point of TikTok is you see what's funny and trending and then you do the same. And I'm like, really? So I mix in now with my informational stuff, the like memes and the templates. And then, you know, so some of it is off the wall and people watch it going, what is she doing? Right. I, I still haven't lost them, but they go, what is she doing? And so, but I, I won't deny that I've been to a parade before and people have walked by and this guy goes, my mom follows you on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Or there's moms out there who, who are like my kid, who's like a high school kid, like follows you on TikTok. And I hear it and I'm like, it's actually happening, right? And it's very like targeted and segmented. And like, there are some people who really, really are viral and they have like millions of viewers. I do not. I have like 800 right now, but they're all in Lake County. Actually, yeah. it's very localized because like the stuff I post is pretty nerdly to like Lake County stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cheap uh, list to send out to for uh, election time. Just saying. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I just generate content. No, it's, no well, it's sooner or later the government will start regulating it like they... Uh, oh, they're, they're, yeah, we'll be dead. I mean, remember Facebook was the Wild West with campaigns, and then after mm -hmm. 2016, they started clamping down on campaigning well, on Facebook. Well, 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 that's it. There's always a Wild West, and now the, the competition is people have so many choices. For, we're selling attention, right? And the spans are so short right now. If you yeah. can't get your message down to a minute, it's there's nothing there. Less than that. It's got to be 30 seconds now. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it, snacks, no yeah. meals. What was your most popular TikTok video? <laughs> oh my God. So I know exactly which video is the most popular. It's got 30,000 views and 3,000 likes. And it's my cat going like this. <laughs> and that's it and like the words say like please stop ordering biscuits the cat has been making biscuits since 2 a.m for the last few days and hasn't seen his children and like it's just the cat paws going like this and that's it that is the number one video on my like <laughs> but like okay let me talk about facebook for a second right so i'll put all these like things out informational funny stuff whatever i put something serious from the office like that i share from the office page to my other page like two likes Crickets. That's it. Yeah, crickets. I'm like, okay. I was like, Good government is boring. Government is boring. Yeah, yeah. As Mary Andy Tack says. No, yeah. but people, it's want, a, people it, want to know you. It, yeah. It's a catch twenty two because look, you you have to educate the people because look at the voting results, right? You have in order for them to be engaged, they have to be passionate. They have to understand because politics only matters when it affects you. So if you can somehow do your thirty seconds or it's a minute, depending on what it is. To, to guide, to get a subscription and to guide to your long form content where you're trying to educate. Hopefully we can all get that out there because people love to complain. People love to hate. Trolls love to troll. Believe mm -hmm. me, I get it. You're a disruptor and disruptors. I mean, you're out there. Okay. You're an outlier. We need more of you. And come election time, I'm sure there's going to be finger pointers. And whenever that is, Holly, I'll be, you call me up. I will pick up that uh, phone on the first ring or first email and you'll come on here i i trust you okay i i trust you all right 
You can you can take my taxes out two or three times. Just give me four back, okay? <laughs> no, I, I have told staff that that, should, that will never happen again. There's as laws as against I'm that. Alive. As long as I am alive, that, those things will never happen. So like, no, no, this is refreshing. I've been I've been kind of bummed the last couple of weeks, you know, on because you know nobody nobody likes Pete. Well, oh, I like Pete. Oh, I like don't Pete. misunderstood Pete. then if that's the misunderstood. Case. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you 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 are you are a light in a in my dark basement. You are very cool, Vince Vega, otherwise known as Anthony Vega, the clerk of uh, Lake County. We've had you, the treasurer of Lake County. Who do you tag as it for the next person to come on? It's half as cool as you, Holly. Well. Okay, I'm, trying, I'm going through the Rolodex of who's on social media, but okay, let's let's put that qualifier away. I yeah, think whatever. you know Rick was talking about the court system and their yeah. filing, and like I think Aaron Cartwright Weinstein would be a good. She's right. also a firebrand. She fights all the time for oh, her yes, staff yeah. and for her office. Young, very articulate. Yeah, uh, so I think she'd be a good one. Um, I know I should be able to think we, of more people on the fly. But... I mean, Erin likes to likes to ride the horses. Like, we yeah, if we get her on horseback, that. she might be like this, and it might be the sound, audio might be a little off. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little more fun. No, yeah, this... little... no. You gotta come to Lake Forest and do some restaurant reviews and bar reviews with Pete here. Oh, well, or Lake County, Waukee. The Lantern. You gotta you, if you have a bedroom. Oh, lantern, we go to the Frolic Lounge. The Frolic uh, Lounge. Oh, that's right. Yes. These patron supporters of. Uh, <laughs> Podcast, so me. one of the things I've wanted to do and I haven't yet because I have like zero time is I want to set up a camera and do mukbang videos like the Korean mukbang yeah, where yeah. you have like all these plates of food yeah. and it's like hi we're at blah 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 restaurant today and you show them the food and it's like amazing and it's sizzling and the ASMR is everywhere and now I'm going to eat it all right in front of you like and then that like speed it up <laughs> yeah and then speed up my eating yeah 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 but it's like it's a thing uh oh Let's get her over to the Duffers at least. Well, well, Holly, wherever you go, we, we will accept the invite. If you want to come in town to, you know, the Lake Forest and uh, have a, a brewski, uh, we'll do we'll do that. One of the pushes of this office when I first got here actually was that uh, we needed to do more outreach, that people have tons and tons of questions about their taxes, about levies, about all that kind of stuff. And there's literally nobody out there doing it, right? Nobody, not anyone personally, just the office itself. So we started a uh, financial literacy so we could teach like people how to like manage their money, balance the checkbook, stuff like that. We um, do a lot of sessions on understanding your assessment and your tax bill. So if any mayors, any groups any churches any anyone who assembles people wants these people to learn about assessments and tax bills i partner up with the assessor and we talk numbers so that they can understand right you could be mad but you should be you should yeah. know who to be mad at right and like why like how that happened to be right stuff like that so it's all informational well, so. you, are, you are so correct that most people really don't understand how the property tax system works and operates how individual local governments levy taxes uh, and then those taxes are paid by uh, apportionment uh, of real estate. Uh, it's a very complicated system. It's very complicated. Almost designed uh, to make it difficult for an average citizen to understand. Almost? Almost. Also, too, I point out that on the bottom left, it lists all your taxing bodies, which are your schools, your towns, your park districts, but it actually does not have the state of Illinois on there. So when they complain about their property taxes being so high, it's not actually the state of Illinois that's asking for any property tax. It's no. all your local entities. So on that nugget. Holly, thank you so much for coming on the Lake Forest podcast. What a treat. 
The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Joseph Fitus, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havey. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Rod Stop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan.